Okay. Welcome to Bickering Bucks. Uh, this is uh, the first one. Uh, I'm going to sound a little out tonight uh, because I've had a sore throat. I've also been dealing with terrible tooth pain, so it's just been it's been a wreck. I was also driving to Dayton and back two days in a row. What's again. the mileage you got? So. Uh, I do believe it was 137 today when I Eesh. popped off the um. We should keep a counter of how many miles you've driven for the show. Oh no no no! The, <laughs> that was just today. I did the wor- I did a worse drive yesterday because Emery's in cheerleading now, which is past their house. So oh, I man. have to go take them to that because yeah just screw any sort of parenting time that i get with them on the weekend is it uh is it competition season or are they actually cheering for a sport because you know literally cheering for a basketball thing in at her age because you know we live in ohio so basically it's all uh uh, football, all football or nothing for little kids, mostly. <laughs> well, no, it's basketball, and it was a wow. girls' team playing. Actually, the girls were better than the boys' teams I've seen oh. playing. Well, all right, it was actually kind of cool. Um. Anyways, yeah. It, so, yeah. So four four one slash cham here. Uh, welcome Jacob slash Gmo. How you doing? I am doing well. Uh, you know, I uh, I'm here. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brian, welcome. Yes, I am background. welcome. And I also am pretty ex- happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Chance, welcome. Hooray. So... I'm probably going to get more animated as we go when my throat starts to clear up from a little talking more, and then I'll probably get quiet, and it's it's been a rough ride. Um, I got through recording last night just fine, so hopefully this will work out. But uh, without further ado, we are finally, finally, doing finally. Our, our top uh, games of 2022. Um, we are a whole month late. Uh, because schedules are hard and life is hard. And so we're going to be going through, this is part one. Um, so listeners who have listened to the uh, weekly show, you have already heard what mine are. You, They aren't changing. Um, but we will have probably different discussions as these guys get mad at me and or surprised from my selections and vice versa. So... Um, I'm going to go last so that, you know, because people have heard my stuff already. So we'll just do clockwise uh, to how we see each other. I get well, I, actually how I see you. Uh, I, I know it's different for other people. So, Brian, we'll have you go first. Um, so number number 10 of 2020. Oh, you guys are not going to believe it. It's a game that's going to change your lives. You ready? You guys are on bated breath. Sure. You're, you're sweating from the anticipation. Sir, I need you to not sound like a DC, uh, DC hey. villain, okay? I, I can't help it. No, I'm talking about Brian. I know, J- Cham, I know you got a reason, but Brian, oh, man, man. you're scaring me. 
Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> my number 10 is a game you guys have probably played, I don't know, maybe probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. It is Portal 1. I had... Portal oh. 1. Wait. <laughs> yes. Okay. Portal 1? Yeah. I've played it, but I've never played beaten Portal it. I, I've... Wow. I've never played Portal. I've played I've Portal played 2 Portal and 2. also did not beat it. That's because my game save got corrupted and I got <sighs> angry through my controller. But mm. <laughs> Portal 1. True story. Wow. Okay. Por- Portal 2 is is egregiously long. I will say that. It's like, so good though. It's so good though. It Portal is, 1 is is long. Portal it's 1 like is like right hours. no, no. Portal it Portal is. 1 is 5 hours. I'm talking about Portal 2. 2 is longer Portal than 5 two. hours. It's about it's about 10 hours or so. Yeah. It and is. that's if you like go straight. It, 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 overst- it overstays. Portal Two overstays its welcome, I believe. Okay. Right sized, enjoyed it. Yes, awesome. I, I, I was. It was on. I think it was. I, I got Portal One and Portal Two as a combo pack. I think they were on sale on the Switch. Um, sure. Sometime, a few months back, and I was like, "Hey, this is a game." I was like, "I never got to beat Portal One." Got it on my Switch. You know. Played it in the, over like two nights, two three nights, something like that, like thirty minutes, forty minutes, whatever. You can in little bites and chunks, and it was like felt accomplished. Like man, I beat Portal, and it was really fun. Like it, it was I enjoyed it better than I enjoyed Portal yeah. One. I mean Portal Two because of its pacing. Like it, it was I was welcomed and enjoyed it the whole way through. Yeah. Versus like all right, let's get to the end. It was never I never got to that point. Also, ending song. Much better. Yeah, that ending song is phenomenal. You gotta admit that. I, I love that ending. I mean, I've heard I heard the ending song a million times before because it was just you know it was when it was out it was it was popular like that 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 song made it into rock band and other places like it was played everywhere everybody talked about it. So going back yeah. playing it recently and then enjoying getting just sitting there like oh yeah nostalgia. I know I've never beaten this game but this music I know and I'm having fun with it. So yeah. Yeah. This is a try. I'm making a note here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, huge success. That is my that is my number ten. The portal one. All right, awesome. Chance number ten. I might be cheating a little bit, but I do think I played it a little this year. Uh, the PS5 version of Dungeons and Dragons: Dark oh. Alliance. Uh, it's a little mm-hmm. mission based. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'll be real, I played very few games this year. I didn't hate it. That's why it's number 10. <laughs> it was okay. I, I, I had put like two hours into it. That's as well. long as Portal is. Oh, man. <laughs> I, 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 played, I played a little bit more than Chance on this one. And I really, really hate that the same time about we had that D&D yeah. set for Magic, right? Mm-hmm. Alder's Gate. And... I hate that they are called the five companions of the hall and only Dritz, Caterbury, Bruner, and Wolfgar show up. Regis never appears in the magic cards what? or in the game. Wow. Literally, Regis is a is someone says, Oh, Regis <laughs> sent me is literally what the vendor says. And I'm like, proxy. screw you. <laughs> screw you and your hating proxy, on Regis. Man. He, 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 he sent a representative. <laughs> but That's beyond, the... 
that the the gameplay was okay. It was just a little glitchy, is why not okay. super high on the list. Mm. And it just yeah. kind of had some of the like we played Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, you know, years ago, and it felt like we updated that for this era, and we forgot to make it not glitchy. Yeah. So. <laughs> but hey, you get to play as Drift Jordan right off the bat, or Bruner Battlehammer. I don't even remember or, who I played as. I think you played as Wolfgar. Because I was Dritz and he was Cadbury, I think. That or you played Bruner. I don't know. Um, so, uh, so anything else? To I do say have on questions if, if, about about Dark Alliance. So I loved the other Dark Alliance game, um, Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate Two, I think. How does this game compare? Like, from from a mechanics and does it does it does it grow those mechanics that we played? I don't know, fifteen years. I don't, I can't even remember how how those games are, but or did or was it kind of underwhelming to a certain extent? I mean, it felt very generic okay. for like the era of equipment, skills, and RPG that we have. It didn't feel very unique as far as like what you could do. Whereas you know, I can think back to Dark Alliance, you know, mm-hmm. Gate Dark Alliance, feeling like that was unique and something new and fun, where this just feels like IP slapped mm, on. Generic R- RPG yeah. IP slapped on top of it. <laughs> Granted, some of that might have been yeah. low, low playtime, but I just stopped playing it because I was like, I hate it. <laughs> I've given you all I can give you. So, that's the summary of number. He said he didn't hate it. That's what he said. He didn't hate it. Yeah, it's fair. He did. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed the little time I played with it. It didn't make my list, but yeah. Again, when you only played twelve games, it kind of has to be on the list. When there's two things I seethingly hated on the show. True. Back to back, if I remember too. I think so. Yeah. So, uh, so Jacob, hit us with your number ten. Bada bing, bada boom. My number ten game, Monster Hunter Rise. Okay. I played very little of it, but yes. Hey, I got over a hundred hours. I know to you that's nothing. Baby numbers. You shush. That's why it's number ten. Why it's number ten? I still got to get into the DLC, but I waited. Add a thousand fifty, and that's where I'm at right now. I I waited on the Switch. I also have an extra couple hours on PC. Listen, listen. I'm so sad that I waited so long to play this game, and mm-hmm. it was so fun. And I am now happily a hammer main in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Still rocking Switch X, Switch X boys for life, but. Uh, yeah, I just, if you're watching the show, you probably already know about the Monster Hunter, so I'm not going to talk about it in depth. It's just, I waited way too long to play this game, and I should have played it and not have been a yeah. patient gamer. You should just jump to it. So, that said, I played it, my wife played it, my daughter played it, so if all three of us are playing it, it's a great game. It automatically goes on the list. Monster Hunter sure. Rise, my number 10. Okay. Well... 
as in comparison to other people in this show, I played a shit ton of games this year. Uh, yeah. It clocked at over 120. Mm. Uh, and it, it was, I believe it was 69 Switch games on its wrap-up, 25 PlayStation games on its wrap-up, and then the remainder of PC games. Uh, so basically, wow. you played as many games as you do on a Sunday drive. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Bro. There was I beat I did beat this is probably the most I've beaten like in a single year. But mm-hmm. I only played 35 games that made the list to like for consideration. And I'm talking like I didn't play it oh. for like half an hour and then back away. I'm talking cuz I but, played the D&D game but it like I didn't I didn't play it long enough to put it on the list. I'm talking like 35 sure. games I spent like five hours, at least like, I'd say now, two or more hours. I didn't put everything on the list, but there are a good seven or eight games that are knocked off of my list. Wow. Uh, one includes our very first Bickering Bucks game of the year that I gave a 10 out of 10. Okay. Jurassic Park, if you remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it didn't make the list. Even though I Which game? loved that game. Okay, that's what I thought. I, uh, I, thought, I wasn't Jurassic sure Park. if I heard you correct. I was like, uh, I think he said what? I... Yeah, sorry. Um, so my so my list was very competitive, and I had a lot of switching, and it was switching up until probably like very close to the end of the year. Um, actually, I know it was. So. My number 10 was actually a surprising game, but I just recently picked it up this weekend again on Switch because I played it on PC mm-hmm. last year. And the girls picked it up at the same time. Power Wash Simulators, my number 10. Um, wow. Now, Power Wash Simulator single-handedly was therapeutic and easygoing enough that it was the only thing that I really felt that I could play when we were going through the whole grandma mm. dying stuff. Right game for the right like, time, huh? Right. Uh, it was it was just therapeutic to just listen to the sound of water spraying and cleaning stuff. Really? And not really. Oh yeah. Did you kind of just zone out and play? Game. Very peaceful. To. I can. Uh, that's a, that's yeah. a good. I mean. Those are those. those sound, that sounds good. I'm like a that. lot. Yeah, and no, it's just it's perfect for that kind of just like I don't want to think right now. I don't mm. want to do. I just want to clean a dirty house with some water. Like that's like all that you can get out of the game, and okay. it's great for uh, double screening if you're watching something at the same time. It's great for listening to a podcast while you're playing. And that's kind of what I did is I'd catch up on shows or, or that kind of stuff, playing this. And you just hear that constant, just the, the psh going. And I don't know, I mean, but like it just, it was just white noise that, that, that was sort of comforting. Mm. If that makes sense. Okay. Uh, and I put a lot of hours. In, I think I, I, I put 40-something hours into that game because I completed it on PC. And I'm playing it again on Switch a little bit here and there with the girls. So, huh. yeah. Wow. Well, I might check it out. 
It looked neat. I All saw right. a little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, so, Oof. number nine, Brian. Number nine. Well, <laughs> this game was played on the show. Um, I played okay. a yeah. portion of it in 2021, but I played a good portion of it and then some after the show in 2022. Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's a solid that is one. my number nine, disagree. and it was it, I I I was surprised at how much I enjoyed the game. I'm not gonna lie, like I do like these styles of games, the whole idea, the the RTSs, the manage park games that you manage cities like city builders or park builders, like those mm-hmm. those to me. They're not quite what you which what you what you classified Cham as that other game is like therapeutic, like kind of just like veg out and just play something to, 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 to just forget about everything. No, there's there's stress there, especially when the raptors yeah. right there in their panda start eating guests. Like there's there's stress there, but it's it's yeah. it's some it's like that fine balance of like a good portion of the game. I'm just kind of just relaxing. Just doing some things, checking every now and then something will happen that will it's prep up the level of stress. It's prep work. Yeah, it's it's prep work. It's not. It's never hurried. And if you do yeah. it right, and, and it's so prep work. now if you screw up, then yeah, you, then you got so you, you, it's but, it's still engaging, but like you, it does get it. it kind of plays a little bit on both sides of the field. Where like, all right, cool. A lot of that just like I can just kind of veg out and play this game, and then. There's going to be times when I gotta gotta engage, hyper engage a little bit, then kind of just relax. So yeah, the, the game surprised me at how much I liked it. I was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna enjoy it, but I really enjoyed the game. So it definitely it, it made the list. Um, I I came back to it a couple times because it, it, I can play. It was one of the games you can play in, in in chunks. I can play start it start a scenario, save it, come back to it. And continue and, and don't feel like I, I need a bunch of context on like oh crap you know what was I doing uh, what was I what was I doing last it, it's it kind of just flows and you can continue to play so no it was definitely a good game <laughs> okay I I can agree to this like I didn't it didn't make my list but I can agree I can also uh, agree I tend I tend to shy away from putting games we've talked about on the show on the list. Like if a game does make the list, it's like really, 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 really good. Hmm. Well, uh, that being said, Chance, what's your number nine? A little bit of a spoiler. Hey, number nine for me is Bayonetta three, which will be a show in a bit, in a while, sometime. I guess I'll be really light on it because we'll have a whole episode talking about it. But uh, at this point, definitely the Choo Choo is my favorite summon. (laughs) The Choo Choo. (laughs) It really took Mm -hmm. deciding I can't care about looking for every little thing because the amount of time it takes to break all the bushes to get all the, I don't know, amoeba charges, you know, the coins that are these basic coins. You just don't need them. And I don't need to spend 30 minutes per level busting every piece of thing I can bust. So getting mm-hmm. past that, I've enjoyed the game. Well, what if you can't help it? Okay. 
choo-choo. I think they make medication. What if you're already on the medication? <laughs> what if you're already on the medication? I used to <laughs> double dose. <laughs> Double dose. Double dose. All right, all right. I'll try that. Oh man. (laughs) Um, Okay. I I just want y'all to know, my wife texted me, and she reminded me that I did not put a game in my top five. It's top five. So, Monster Hunter is 10 because it's on the list and I moved the game to the honorable mentions because I just forgot the top five that has to be it has to be on the list it's like super high on the list it's terrible terrible okay but anyway number nine (laughs) the new number nine uh is the Stanley Parable I never got to play this game never got to play this game uh it came to Xbox The, uh, the game that coined the term walking simulator yes um, it yeah. is for if anybody doesn't know what Stanley Parable is, uh, because it kind of is, I guess, a niche type of game. Uh, your life is narrated <laughs> as you attempt to escape from your daily job, and apparently it holds many dark secrets and tons of twist endings, and mm-hmm. a lot of philosophy, philosophical, philosophy. I don't know the word. Philosophical. Thank you, philosophical. <laughs> Lots of falafels. Uh, the falafels. It contains a lot of falafeling. Falafel, falafel waffling. And yeah. it, it, but it's just one of those games where I think I maybe put like a good 20, 25 hours in it. I could have played, I definitely could have played more because they, they added in like expansion content if you've played the game before. And it's basically mm-hmm. like a whole subset of other endings and more philosophical and, and, and time passing, you just, it's absurd. The game is great. The narration is great. I never know what's going on. You don't know what's mm-hmm. real. You don't know what's true. I always used to read those um, Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure books when I was a kid. Sure. And that, and it just feels like that. And you can probably bust out a couple of different endings. Like within an hour, you can probably get through like three or four endings just without even looking at any guides or any this literally like the narrator tells me to do it okay i followed everything the narrator did now i'm gonna go completely against the narrator and you just like just keep doing more and more things and it's it's so much fun the confusion is real <laughs> mm. so okay. that's my that's my number nine stanley parable deluxe stanley parable okay well my number nine is also bayonetta three i did finish this game i finished it in December. Uh, and then I will have to say, and I'm going to keep away from spoilers because two of you haven't finished it yet. Um, it is. It, it is. It is uniquely um, both nostalgic and awesome at the end. Mm hmm. But you have to have played the first two games for it to really hit. Mm-hmm. So one of you two isn't going to care when it happens. Sweet. I will skip that cutscene and say credits happen faster. <laughs> I don't know if it's skippable, but here we are. Anyways... They just they do a lot of setup for it, and it didn't even occur to me that it was a possibility, right? Yep. Like. Yep. Like, 
It's yep. just like, oh, you know, he, here's this thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. you get to the end. It's like, here's literally yeah. the thing that we're doing. And you just didn't think yep. about this thing. They, and I was like, they, oh. they literally tell you in the game. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. But they literally, they literally like, hey, this. I was like, nah. And I was nah, like, I, dude, oh, it's it literally that. It wasn't even a gnat. And I, I know we're being vague, but we're being vague for for spoilers sake and for the two people who haven't finished yet. There's, um, we'll but, talk about it. There's, there's, specific, there's specific lore that you can read. Because mm-hmm. I read, I always like to read all the extra stuff. I was like, Nah, I'm telling you, it wasn't it's, even. It's it written. Even it's in nah. plain sight. It's in it plain even, sight. It didn't even occur to me that that was a possibility. They right? literally like, said it, was, it. They said it in the game. I, I was like, Nah, I know, not, but I didn't even. Thing. Like I said, it wasn't even to for me. It wasn't even level to a nah. It was like, oh, wait, what? Oh my goodness! Yeah. Like, and on top of that. Of all the bayonetas, it's the most kinetic and the most fun to play. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the way they changed up a lot of how the battle systems work and everything, I mm-hmm. was just—it's mm-hmm. so much more enjoyable. I mean, like I- I've replayed one and two in lead up to playing this game, and and um, it was notable how much two mm-hmm. improved to one. Yes. But it is, it is twice as notable from two to three like miles in, in my opinion like it is it was so good fun to play um i didn't feel like there were fights that i was misunderstanding how to do it like in one and two um i didn't like i felt like experimenting like in this one versus like number two where i didn't at all like I, I just stuck with mm. one set of weapons and that was it. Yeah. Um, and you don't even have that choice in one. Uh, so it was. It, yeah, it was a, it was a really great game. Uh, it was really, awesome and even at times emotional. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to number eight, Brian. Number eight. Number eight for me was uh, Pikmin Mobile. You guys played that one? I'm yeah. Sorry, Pikmin what? Bloom? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was, bro, I was like, you gotta revoke your privileges. I just, so you gotta get off the You guys show. are giving you, me. You gotta, I had to you do it. Time. I, Dude, I was like, we, yo. We had, we had to let Morg. <laughs> I, I had to do it. I didn't phase me, man. You're like, sure, why not? I mean, I, w- I also was like, sure, why not? But at the same time, I was like, bro, you bug it. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> okay, I'm glad you were in your sense. Kidding, kidding. Right uh, number eight, TMNT. That, sure. that game was okay. so good. Um, the, I guess the best part for me was that, you know, like Gmo mentioned earlier, I played that game with my family. And we had a great time. We had like it was it was I think it was the oh, first yeah. game we've all played and beaten the whole all four of us as a family. So it was it was pretty pretty big. Like it, that one will be notable for, yeah. for years to come. But it was a 
it was a great game. I'm just the way it was put together, the the levels. I mean, we talked about it on, on the show, but it, it was it was a very notable game for me. And I went back and I played. I started playing it again on my own. I was like, all right, this game this game is fun. So I started doing some of the challenges and trying to get the rest of the unlocks. But TMNT definitely um, my number eight. Okay, as well as Pikmin Blue. I, yeah, sure. Jibo, uh, your, your your eyes are like I have what? No, <laughs> I have no complaints for Teenage Ninja Turtles. Like uh, it's the girls and I played it, uh, and even though Emery it, she is trying to kill herself, um, it did get them into a little bit of beat 'em ups. Where I was thinking about like, what if we did Scott Pilgrim together? But they didn't seem to be interested. Mm. Um, so I, you know, I'm, that might get them into beat 'em ups eventually. Um, but it was a good, it was a good gateway to it. I'm, I will tell you, if you like, if they like the TMNT, River City Girls too. It's four player co op. It's gone. It's on my wish list. Okay, that's a that's a that's a solid one. That'll probably be on my list for this year. Me and my wife are playing that one through. Okay. Just All a right. quick question: Do I have to play ten games this year? Because that became a problem. I mean, I mean, it depends on the amount of games that I'm able to finish. I haven't been able to finish a lot of games lately. Um, for instance, you know, and I'm going to disappoint Brian immensely. I just cannot give How two craps dare. about Deathloop. How down again. dare! I I gave it another three hours after I told you I was done, and I still <sighs> didn't care. Like I was even on the assassination mission where oh, you were man. like, like, and I was like, hey, you know what it is, man. They're just people. You need to kill. You need monsters. And, uh, just, why don't you play it on PC? I and then you. To, oh, then, then you can. Then you can put a mod and make them all monsters. You definitely need. He definitely needs to play High on Life. That's what you need to do. You definitely need to play High on Life now. I've told. I've been told twice to play that. But I'm. I am like seriously. Like right now, I talked about it on the show last night because of the house stuff and how much stuff has been going on mm-hmm. lately. I've not been yep. in the mood to play a lot of games. So I like, I've been watching shows and movies and catching up on stuff like that. And I've played some games, but I, I've, I've found that if there is a game that even has a slight annoyance it's with me right now, I just drop it. Yeah. So okay. get it on PC, so, mod it, okay. then they're all monsters. <laughs> the monster mods. Like, yeah, they're, they're all, give them all Diablo's heads. Or rat or Thalos wings. I don't think so. That's, that's not how that works. I, I guarantee I will at least have 10 games to talk about because I'm already keeping my 2023 list and I've got two on there. How, how do you have two on there already? Um, for uh, like I'll, con- contention? For, I'll, two on my 2023 list? Yeah, two games that I've defeated and yeah, taught. Uh, that's a good word. Not list. beaten, yeah, actually, I but got defeated. Three. I, got, I actually have three games that are going to be already, on my you, list already. You've, you've like, beaten three I, games I've already? Got, I'm almost Yeah, done. I've got well, one is, Story and Live you got to beat them right first now. before before I before I will, I will I will accept. I'm almost done with High Online. All right. But that's going on. I'm just spoiler alert. That's on the list. 
Yeah, I mean, it's got a whole year to hold up. Well, just in case. At the very least, we're all. I'm gonna at tell the you. At the very least, I will say this: we're always gonna do this yes, episode, yes. the Games of the Year episode. At the very least, if we get no other bickering bucks done this year, I don't care. We're doing. The I can games tell of you, the year. Of already on my list is Pokemon Go. Okay. Get out, Brian. Just get out. The door is right by, probably, matter of fact, just log the computer off. Okay. You probably got your head behind and, you. Go to sleep. And Cat like... Simulator. Oh, man. So that reminds me by the next time that we, maybe not Bayonetta, but the next time that we do get an episode out, there won't be a bed behind Oh. Me. I'll be oh, in my new yeah. room. We'll, we'll yeah. break it in with an episode. Nice. We'll see about that. I highly doubt it. We'll see. I'll probably be several weekly episodes in before we even talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You trigger a jam. You trigger well, we got jam. this. We got this. We'll, we'll have a surprise. Uh, so, uh, so Chance, what is your number eight? Uh, what's it called? Treadmill. Yeah. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, got him. That's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. I like beat em up. Uh, it does some mm-hmm. of the the things that are nice. I could take it in bite-sized pieces and get through it. It's kind of short. Maybe that's a slight mark for it. And beating it actually gave you something. It gave you a character unlock at the end. I don't remember his name. Casey. Casey, Casey Jones. Jones. So, yeah, it's number eight. I enjoyed it. I would say I'm a little sad that we played it early enough that we were kind of forced into digital when a physical thing was coming out like a month later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I yeah, would have yeah. liked to have stutter stepped and done that, but either way, it was good. Yay, turtles! Turtle power. Turtle in a half shell. Turtle power. All right. Solid number eight. Uh, number eight for you, Jacob. Okay. So this was the very first game that I beat in 2022. As soon as I played it, I was like, "This game is going." Can I? Can I guess? What the I frick guess. am I playing? That game is dear. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, you're you're lying. Yes, it was. I kid. No, nope, I nope. kid you not. It is dear. No, simulator. can you can we kick him? Can we so, kick him? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> can so I'm gonna, we kick him? No. I'm I'm so so oh, I, hold on. This I'm, we have bleached uh, the the next level of bickering buff. <laughs> Let me tell you. So I'm gonna tell no, you how this started you. for me. Brian, have you played? I Deer will Simulator? never play that game. I'm kicking you for this. <laughs> okay, Cham, have you played Deer Simulator? No, I haven't. Chauncey, have talking? you played Deer, Deer Simulator? Are we? Are okay. we talking like? Hold okay. on. No, I mean, when you say Deer Simulator, are you? No, 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 no. Not Deer Simulator. A... Deer Simulator. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me see. I gotta figure out exactly how many. There are four E's. In Deer Simulator, actually five. It's five. One, two, three, four, four. Four E's in Deer Simulator. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start this off for you. You start out with the deer, right? Walking around the yeah. city, hit a couple people. Next thing you know, it's like, oh, there's some guns. Okay, equip your guns to the deer. <laughs> start shooting carts. Now you go from pistols to shotguns. They call the buddy cops. The buddy cops come out. Next thing you know, you got koala cops. Next thing you know, you're like, 
facing like a future version of yourself that's like the bad deer from the future as you fight yourself with lightsabers and katanas after a koala uh, bear that was like Godzilla size from a skyscraper tried to fall on you and then there was dog cop I don't I don't know where dog cop came from he was just a magical boss I, I'm just saying my wife does not watch me play video games often because she would rather be playing them than that's the one game that we just played and we beat it in one night and we were just cracking up the entire way through the game everything about this, this game sounds is amazing. so what did you play absurd it on? game pass it's absurd alternate reality is in there it's there the future okay. the past the present there's like five hidden boss fights in like a three or four hour game guys i was like what am I playing, guys? My mind is... Mine. I am judging this book by the cover. I, I, I refuse to believe this game. I, I did judge it by the cover. I played it because I had Game Pass. It's the power of Game Pass, baby. I played I it, and it was to believe lovely. You. <laughs> I refuse to lovely. believe you. I will take that journey. Just talking about it makes me want to play it again from the beginning. I refuse to believe this is real. Because there is so... It's so ridiculous. So ridiculous. That is my number eight dear I, simulator i I've i look i i i just can't believe in this i saw the title i was like i'm not playing this and then one day one night i was like you know what i'm gonna play it <laughs> i'm glad i did mm. i don't know it's it's also on playstation sadly mm. it is not on switch or anything like that mm. That's because they know uh, when a game's okay. good and when it's not, and they don't put it in the. <laughs> I, don't, I can't trust. I, Jacob, you gonna have to, you gonna, you gonna have to you gonna have to show so, me this game before I believe it. Before I believe, because I, I will never. I'm sorry. I, I you gonna have to show me this. Because I cannot absurd. believe this. Like I'm just I'm. It is the most absurd game that I have ever. I have played a lot of absurd games. I have played like three Saints Row games. So this okay. game, is the look and feel looks like reboot from the, like the nineties. Like I can't, I, I, I can't, yeah. I can't okay. get on this train. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so right here when you Google the game, oh man! First, you know how they had the people yeah. ask section. Yes. People ask, "What is the point of deer?" <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh. first question. What is the point? Okay, that's oh. hilarious. Um, yeah. uh, so for me, my number eight is actually Pokemon. Ooh. Um, oh. Now, I will get into. Uh, that's impressive. Our Arceus, Arceus set was was like was like a. Was like a uh, what do you call in volleyball mm -hmm. a set? It was a mm. setup for Violet to just smash right, okay. and um, it hit the net and fumbled a bit, but it was still a good game uh, because we know now that develop one, development on Violet and Arceus was separate, and there was very few ideas that were transferred between the teams. Um, because the way I like to describe for the evolution of Pokemon is 
if you were to look at like those sort of like step by step evolution things of like an animal, uh, you would almost 1000% put Pokemon Violet before Arceus. However, chronologically, we got Arceus before we got Violet. So in, 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 a, in some ways where, where Arceus was like what it felt like to me, like three steps forward, Violet was like a step or two back, but it was still a step forward from previous Pokemon. Um, I, I do like the more open world aspect of that. I don't normally like open world games. Um, this handles it very well. Uh, there were of course a lot of bugs and glitches. Uh, I think I had in my time of playing five hard game crashes. I've had one so far, but I also did not get to play as much out the gate as I thought I would be able to. Um, they are not kidding about the open world. You can do anything. I had legit problems with the water gym because I was going there too <laughs> early. Uh, this this is the first the first Pokemon that I legit did not try a bug team uh, because Arceus. Actually, we did Arceus on the show, so I yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so I forgot we did it. Um, uh, so so whereas. You know, RCS, I tried to do a bug team, and I was like, this is just too tough. There's not enough interesting bugs. I will say, I didn't even attempt it with this one, because out the gate, I was in love with White Coco. Uh, and okay. him evolving into Skeledurge was awesome. I love ghost mm-hmm. types. And it being a fire ghost was just like, done. I love it. Um, so... A lot of what won me over for this Pokemon game isn't necessarily the mechanics or that kind of stuff because, like I said, I felt like a lot of those were a step back. For me, it was the Pokemon designs. The new Mm -hmm. Pokemon, I was in love with a lot of the new Pokemon. So my team consisted of, of course, Skeletors. But then I had a Bramblegast, which is the Grass Ghost. Okay, okay. Um... My water type was Palafin, which turns into the superhero dolphin, <laughs> uh, which was just amazing. And I talked to you guys about that. Um, yep. uh, and then I had, um, uh, what is his name? Baxcalibur, who's the new uh, dragon ice type. And that thing, <laughs> I love it. It was amazing. Um, goodness gracious, I'm blanking on the other two. Chance, you, you, you fought me a couple times. What were my other two? They're all new Pokemon, by the way. My whole team was new Pokemon. Um, and Kilowattrel. Kilowattrel. Yeah, I love Kilowattrel. Uh, was electric flying. Ooh. Okay. Is that, is that the, um, the, the, like the albatross, the, the albatross slash pelican looking like they make sure not a pelican, but albatross looking one. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah that that, that one was really cool. That one was really cool. Like I, I it keeps, I keeps rotating in, in and out of my team. It is, it is a cool Pokemon. And Tingu, Tingu was my last one. Uh, Tingu was the last one. It was the on my which final team, which is the, it's a legendary. It's one of the secret legendary you get for okay. all the stakes. Um, so you probably nope. haven't encountered it yet, but it's a ground dark and I really mm. like it. It's a, it's a, it's a ground dark and it's a, 
it's a moose. It's a rock moose. Moose. It's a and rock. Squirrel. It's an evil rock. It's an evil rock moose. Like I love it. But the other one uh, is Toads of Cruel. Yes. Which is the 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 the, the mushroom toad a tentacle that. And I love, I love my only shiny that I'm really glad I got is I got a uh, toad, toads. What color is it? And it, it's, it's pure white. It's shining Ooh. white. Um, it yeah. looks really cool, but I love, I, I love that one. Now, uh, Wiglet and Wug Trio can go fuck themselves. I hate Wiglet. Those. You hate Wiglet? Like, okay. There's a reason why. All right, because Wug Trio has that sticky ability that when you hit him, you get slower. So I got walled, oh. like straight up walled, by the trainer who has a Wug Trio, like the the the, the water gem, okay. and I, which I talked about having troubles with because I was under leveled when I went there, but anything that hit it got slower. And then it just used headbutt and for, forever flinched me. It literally ki- wiped my whole team because they f- it flinched out every Pokemon. Wow. I had to go grind to go beat that gym. Like, I hate going in grinding. Like, that yeah. was... But, that being said, what really said... Like, I love the new Pokemon designs. I think it was really cool. I'm okay with the picnics. Uh, shiny hunting was a little fun. I didn't do it near as much as Chauncey did, um, but I, uh, I I enjoyed it. I'm not a fan of the terrestrialization, but in general, I'm not really a fan of artificial difficulty in games is what I like to call it, where, hey, here's the same thing, but let's make it a little harder and just up the numbers. And that's yeah. kind of what terrestrialization does, uh, aside from also messing with a Pokemon's type. I, you didn't um, like, I, I, I was a fan of it, at least... I'm a fan of it from the perspective of the, of the type switching. I, I really, I really appreciate like, all right, cool. Wait till you get to the, to the end game ones that are six and mm-hmm. seven star ones. Like you can't, the bonus you, seven no. star ones are pretty trash because like the recent one of Greninja, Greninja is dark and water. They terrestrialized him to poison. Yep. When you what? fight a terrestrialization, that's a seven star. You have to be doing super effective yep. damage, or you're not going to kill it because you have a time yep. limit. Wow! And you need that stab bonus. You need that my type matches my attack, so it's even more powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so poison's weak. To psychic. psychic, yeah, run your psychic and get hit by those dark moves. <laughs> psychic and ground, which are weak to his actual types. Yeah. So. It, it is, look up a strategy guide to do the seven star ones. You need a specific Pokemon with a specific build. Wow. I fumbled through Charizard because I just happened to have something that worked. But Cinderace was, there's a specific Slowbro build that you have to do. And you basically one shot mm-hmm. him. And uh, there's a Vaporeon build that's, kind of seems to be the thing to do against Greninja. Mm. But, yeah, I did it. I caught them. I can make babies, so I'm done with those forever. <laughs> babies. Yeah, trade them on to people. So, yeah, all, all that aside, it's literally the, the Pokemon and the world that okay. sold me on it. Like, it was 
it was good. I finished it. We did the po- Chance and I completed the Pokedex, not as quick as Sword and Shield, but we did it pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have Scarlet to talk about later, probably the second episode. But yeah, the picnicking the... to breed versus having a daycare was a. I don't know. I don't. It was a fine change, but I wasn't thrilled about it at first. I I like it, but I will say another another minus for it for me is uh, the new bug types suck. They really do. There's a dark bug, and it, I don't like it. It just sucks. Oh, I wanted so. that like tarantula looking one to be good, and it was not. Yeah, it was. It it was not. Now, I guess there's the bug psychic one that is the dung beetle. I haven't really tried him out yet. The one but... that evolves with walkies. Mm-hmm. Uh... So, yeah. So, that was my number eight. So, number seven. Nice. Oh, number seven. Oh, crap. That list. There it is. All right, cool. It, it went to the... Uh, it, it, I closed it on accident. Um, my number seven is Guardians of the Galaxy. That uh, you just reminded me of the first game I beat of that year. Yeah, I did. Beat Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. Like, I, after watching the Game Awards last year, I was all right. I really do need to get my hands and play. Like, I, I, th- I think I already owned the game. Yep. I just had just hadn't had a chance to play it. So I was like, all right, I'll make a priority to play it. I as like. I picked it up after the game. And I was like, let me. I was like, let me see if it's actually as good. I was like, because people say things, and I don't always agree. And good golly, this game was good. Sure. Like I, I was shocked at what this game had to offer. Like as the, the gameplay was fun. Like I mean, I really enjoyed the the, the combat. That was that was very fun. Um, but what what really what really shown was like the whole time you were playing this. You have the Guardians doing what the Guardians do best, which is just banter. Like, and it's not repetitive banter, like where you where you'd like, oh, it's the same eighteen things they say over and over again. No, it's nope. It's con- it's contextual in the moment pertaining to the story. It, 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 it is yep. phenomenal. It was like that was that that mm-hmm. just hooked me. Within like, I was like, no, this 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 never stops. Like this is like watching the Guardians, and which is my favorite. Of the MC, um, cinematic MCU, um, cinematic universe. Uh, I, I just I love it. It's it's my favorite because of. I didn't say it's my second. I like I like the Spider Man. So yeah, like getting to play them. The story was it was it was intriguing. I really enjoyed the story. Like what was what was there? To, what, what was being offered there? And kind of that journey of the journey with with Peter Quill from the very beginning, seeing him as a you know as a child. Mm-hmm. What he kind of what he went through with his with his mother and whatnot, which pulled pulled some heartstrings there, and then kind of later on with him with him losing like lo- losing a uh, a former love interest and all those all those things like it was it, it it was it played every bit like from emotional to action filled, and then of course the, the the comedic banter and the situations and allowing you to make choices and either make make these choices and kind of bring the guardians closer together or cause some division among them but always always with some kind of like comedic light to it and then even in mid-combat having those like pep talks to your team 
so oh yeah. so awesome like choosing that like, giving the motivational yeah. speeches like we're either good or you guys suck what are you guys doing like i mean it was it just it was just good it was just right. good like very different yeah. it it, it, yeah. it really just pushed all into what the guardians is about as both a game and the story and the um yeah the uh i will say the pep talks can get repetitive because you do have to there are only a certain amount of pep mm-hmm. talks so you will get repeated pep talks but yeah they're still, still good and and i guess what keeps them like not repetitive to me to a certain extent is that different at different points in the game i do feel differently so i'm never always choosing the same sure. one because like sometimes i'm like no they're sucking like you know, like, like, like this guy is not that good like we we should be killing like, oh guys we gotta we gotta kind of tighten this up and we gotta come together so yeah um the game just it's it, it sticks with the theme of being guardians through and through and i and, and i really felt it like i felt like i was playing a guardians movie or um for you know 10 to 15 hours i think it was like something like that 10 to 20 hours something like that but it was great yeah okay yeah cool. this is one that i watched uh ashley play from front to back and just watching the interactions between everybody i think they're like the, the one moment that stuck out to me most is like you're in this mission i think in some celestial head possibly and then rocket challenges you to like kill the most bugs or something yep. like that and so you're it's a literal competition yes. for who can kill the most thing i was like oh this is crazy um, I just think that the game got done no favors because Square Enix ruined all Marvel video games for like the next two or three years still because Marvel's Avengers was that trash. You so, were excited yeah. about that game though at one point. The Avengers, Marvel one? Avengers. Oh, I bought it day one. Don't get me started <laughs> on the rant. I have ranted <laughs> on this show. I have ranted. On me and Ashley's podcast, I have ranted in person. The game is dying. Just yeah, they they just ruined. But anyway, Guardians yeah. is great. Guardians okay. is great. Okay. Alrighty, uh, number seven, Chunks. I'm actually gonna talk about a game that maybe none of you have played. I don't know. Uh, Atelier Sophie Two. Ooh, I know which game you're talking okay. about, but I have not played it. So there's a series of games that you play as different alchemists, and Atelier something is the title. So mm-hmm. Ryza is probably the one that people would know the most. Mm-hmm. Actually, Ryza 3 was supposed to come out this month, but it's been pushed back. So the basic premise is you've got some fantasy world, you're a cute girl that's an alchemist, item crafting and item collection is a big part of it. There's a really cool, basically, star system of one, two, three star of... You go to a node of rocks. You have a staff to whack the rocks, you get rocks. Well, if you have a two-star collecting staff, now you get the two-star material also, potentially. So okay. it's just a nice little progression of, you know, once you get over this one little hump of, all of a sudden, I've got this material now that unlocks a bunch of other stuff, because now my all my collection items can be upgraded, so that means all the items I can get now can be upgraded. So, in that way, it was really cool. I, this this game has a particular funny thing, because uh, a couple of years ago, I actually spent a lot of time with our, our grandmother that lives a couple hours away, 
help him take care of her having some health stuff. And then I played this when I was there again for about a, mo a week to help look at her again. But I'll be honest, the in-battle jiggle physics of the boobs of the characters made me have to stop playing because <laughs> I felt bad about playing it at her house. Yeah. You know, the tenth time that day that I complete a fight and get serious will wiggle. I was like, I can't do this anymore while I'm here. It ended up being all I played the mm. game, but you know, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Nice little story. I, I'm probably going to eventually try to get all the games and play through them all, maybe in order. But this had a little bit of a, a mar because Ryza's crafting system, you kind of have this like neat spider diagram as you go through. Like you add materials and it unlocks a node over here, and this might unlock these two things. Sophie, mm. you just put all your materials in, and you have to fit it in a grid. And how you line up elemental bonuses on that grid is how you get extra quality out of it. It's just, it was mm. a neat minigame. I could enjoy it. It's something I could waste a lot of time on and be happy about getting results out of it. But it definitely felt lacking in comparison to the, the process in Ryza. Mm. Yeah. Boy, I hope that static isn't showing up on your mic. That is, you guys hearing that from Brian? Yep. Oh, that's my... Those are, those are my fans. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's hey, going to show up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a... Uh, I might be able to put a gate on it. So we'll talk about that in post-production. So I might be able to fix it if Brian sends his audio over to me. Cool. Uh, so, Atelier Sophie 2? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the one I reminded you that you played when you were talking about, like... Have I played enough yeah. games? It might have been. I mean, yeah. it was... What, February last year, I think. Yeah, when I was gone that week, and I played it a bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so number seven, Jacob. Okay, so this is another game that I played really late. I'm pretty sure I bought this really close to launch because I love the franchise, but I just sat on the game because I just didn't have time to play it. That game is Mega Man 11. Mm. I am a longtime Mega Man fan. Mega Man is one of the, Mega Man 2 is one of the first games that I remember beating as a kid. Kirby is like the first one. Uh, obviously, Mike Mario 1, 2, and 3. Mega Man is somewhere in one of the Marios. Like Super next Mario to, World, Super Mario Two is the first one I ever beat. Okay, so yeah, like Mega Man Two is definitely in there. I don't know where it is. I just remember fighting the alien and being really freaked out as a kid. That's mm. that's that's my old memory of Mega Man Two. That's how I know I beat it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so Mega Man Eleven, um, it is basically a modern entry into the classic Mega Man franchise. It's not yeah. perfect. I will say that. It's definitely not perfect. There's a few missteps. For one, the music is not as iconic as the original oh, yeah. music is. I'm and not the, even a Mega Man fan, and I have a Mega Man 4 song on my playlist. Yeah, but in the mixing doesn't help the music either. But the thing that got it to stick for me is the gear system. Basically, you have um, two switches, one that makes you a little faster and by faster, you're basically like the fat, the flash or quicksilver, you know, like you literally slow down yeah. for you. You slow down time, but to everybody else, you speed up. And then there's another one that makes you more powerful. 
there's they both share the same gear system so it, it can it basically follows a bar and will overheat if you ever overheat the bar then you'll be less powerful while the bar completely recharges but other than that you can use it at will and then they'll just cool down regularly um as you go without overheating the thing that makes it great is once you figure out how to make the gear system work because all of the levels are intricately designed around using the gear system. Um, I think that was probably the biggest curve, which made the game hard at first. But once you figure out how the gear system works, you are just Mm. snapping through Mega Man. And it's so freaking fun to play. Like the weapons um, are good. Oh yeah, the voice acting Mm -hmm. is actually serviceable. Uh, You have quick access to weapon parts via the right stick. Uh, You can change back to your Mega Blaster with the press of the right stick. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, it was just like little stuff like that is what made this game so much better. Like now graphics, sound design wise, wasn't so happy. But the gameplay, 10 out of 10 on the gameplay, which is the which is obviously gameplay is king. I played Um, the first two levels. I beat the first of two. I beat the first two levels. I thought they. I mean, it's a Mega Man yeah. game, so like you beat the two bosses. Like <laughs> you said, the first two, two bosses. Like, intro, two bosses. Like, what are two bosses. bosses. Okay. Two bosses. <laughs> okay. It was. Yeah. It, it no, was it's, good. It's, so what I played, but it was. I will say, very. like there was a learning curve because I was just like, all right, this, I was, I, 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 I put it down and then came try to come back to it. And I was like, I don't remember how to play. And I'm, I'm stinking up this game. Yeah. yeah. There's a, yeah. there's a whole, cause there's, there, there's always the laser level in this game and it's stupidly easier. They still made it hard though. Even if you slow down time, Yes. but it's, but it's like much easier than the past games where it's like, Hey, I just got the flash man. I'm just going to flash man. And I'm going to go through quick man stage. So, but yeah, so that is my number seven, Mega Man 11. I'm not as shocked or opposed to your number seven. <laughs> solid, solid pick there. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So my number seven, um, I have actually finished it, but when I talked about this uh, on the weekly episode, I hadn't finished it yet. Um, but I was only two or three hours away from finishing it, so I finished it the next day while I was editing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that is God of War Ragnarok. Ooh. Um, I was notoriously very late on finishing God of War uh, 2018. Um, Can't be later than me. <laughs> I'm no. Fit, I'm working on that now. Um, but that it was... <laughs> Yeah, um, but that was one of the games that the ex-wife and I were playing oh. together, and then the divorce happened in the middle mm. of that game. So I had no motivation to finish it or touch it, because it was very much associated with her yeah. at that time. Uh, and then I said, screw you, I'm going to play it and finish it on my own, and restarted a save, and I did it uh, last year, or two years ago. Okay. And then last year, God of War Ragnarok came out, and I didn't play it immediately, but I did play it right after the Game Awards. Um, And it was up for a lot of Game Awards. Uh, To be honest, I think it should have won over Elden Ring for Game of the Year. Interesting. Um, I would agree with you on that. Also, 
as I very much stressed uh, in my in the weekly episode for this, Elden Ring is not on my list. I put 90-something hours and finished Elden Ring. It is not on my list. Period. Wow. I did not enjoy that game as much as anyone else seemed to, to enjoy it. It's on my list um, of games. Cool. That yeah. came out what? Oh, February, mm-hmm. March? Uh, something like Feb- it was maybe May. Like, it was, yeah, it was. Thought it was relatively early. Was it May? Yeah. I yeah I don't know. It's been a while. Um. No, February twenty fifth. Yeah, so, yeah, so we're almost a year out because the twenty fifth is coming up. Woo. Um. So, anyways, uh. So God of War. Uh, solid acting, solid voice acting. Um, the it won most accessible of one, uh, like for all the accessibility mm-hmm. features. I was confused as to why, and then I played the game and I looked at the accessibility features and I was like, oh, oh, okay, it's got a you ton. didn't see when they scrolled it's got stuff during the uh, during the game awards, it, they did a no, good scroll through it. I did not, I was just like, that, that is that all the options, or that just accessibility they're like it's just accessibility yeah no the accessibility options are immense they've got they've got epilepsy stuff they've got like color blindness they've got hand mode audible one-handed mode yeah like all sorts of like you think of a disability of playing god of war and (laughs) it's there that's awesome yeah the, it's like, how bad yeah. do you want to kill the Norse gods? This bad. <laughs> well, um, and I, I will say the story is, is is very spectacular, and it touches on some themes that I wasn't personally ready for. Mm. Um, so uh, it struck a chord with me that I did not want it to strike, because uh, mm. I, as a person, am not ready to deal with those feelings. Okay. Uh, Okay. And I will say the feeling of your kids moving on without you because I am forced into that based on my situation mm. right now mm. because I'm seeing them less um, because yeah. of the every other weekend thing, except for recently because situations that I'm seeing the kids every weekend for a while instead of every other weekend because... I guess the their stepfather has stuff he wants to do on weekends, so he puts them on me, which is fine for with me. But right, because she's not home on weekends anyway. So why right. are we doing this? But anyways, enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it. Um, so I was touching on some of those, uh, where it was more like, you know, like Kratos having to accept his kid becoming his own person and moving on. Mm-hmm. With his own mm-hmm. goals and direction in life, um, pretty baller Thor. Probably my favorite Thor in any fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, way better than the Marvel Thor. Um, he's Whoa. not as funny. Watch Whoa. yourself, um, buddy. Yeah. Darest thou not besmirch Chris? I'm not Helms saying he's worse. bad. I'm saying yeah. this one's just better. Like a more developed character than I am strong. I am sad. Cause Mjolnir doesn't like me anymore. 
Like, <laughs> this was dealing with the trauma of what Odin puts him through and that kind of stuff. Odin was a much more nuanced character. Um, mm. Freya is so interesting. Um, if you've played God of War 1, a lot of stuff dealing with Balder is there. Um, there's still the after effects of dealing with Balder in God of War one. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a very interesting and there was a lot of fun moments. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a spot where you're the sun and you're with this girl and you guys are basically playing in like a fairy tale where you're in a giant's house and everything is giant and you're like running between the teacups and stuff. And it's like really fun. Um, that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's really, it's really good. Really fun. Um, and I had a lot of, uh, a lot of fun with it. I did not do go as completionist as I did with the first one. So in the first one, the Valkyrie were a little bit more easy to handle. Uh, and there was never a point where uh, this is something I actually talked about last night on game mechanics. I hate, and that's like, if you have like an open world and you go come across a boss and it says, Hey, this is literally too tough for you. Don't even try it. I hate that. Like it actually does mechanics of things like, yeah, you're work purposely curtailing your damage and, and, or healing the, them because you're supposed to not be able to take this down. Not because you can't. Like, they're purposely making it too hard for you. Uh, like, there's a little bit of that going on with some of the Berserker Shrines. Um, but um, that you're only meant to get to, like, once you're at a certain gear level. And I was like, that feels dumb. Like, I don't like that. The Berserkers were hard enough at good gear levels anyways. So, whatever. Um, but those Berserkers are the replacement for the Valkyrie of the first God of War. Um and I did all the Valkyrie. I defeated all of them and the Valkyrie Queen and stuff. Actually, it uh, this story paid homage to, to me doing that, I think. Either it was directly or they just sort of put it in like they just assume you did in the, in the first one. So, yeah, it was a really cool game. I really enjoyed it. And I think, well, you know, if you're interested in the series, you should definitely play it. It's a very good game. So... Uh, before we get uh, before we get to the this is our last numbered one tonight. So number six. Right, right. I'm coming. <clears throat> number six is Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah, that game struck a lot of great chords with me. Um, again, comedy was. Comedy and just making fun of uh, pop culture, and specifically, mm-hmm. I still have not forgotten the best joke in all of gaming: making fun of the Smurfs. I I I, I hate the Smurfs, and they just they they did everything right about it. They the Murphs were were great. Like they literally would I how I feel when I watch this. I'm like this is. This is a dysfunctional, horrible family. Why would I ever want to watch this? So, no, loved it. Um, I loved the uh, loved it from beginning to end. I did a ton of the side side quests. Put a lot of time into it. Played it cooperatively. Most I played the whole game cooperatively. Me and my wife played. Um, 
but the uh, uh, out of the looter shooter games that I've played, I, this is my favorite. This is my most. It's it's my just the the comedy struck home um, from from the very beginning to the very end. Uh, I enjoyed some of like some of the, the the changes to things like the the over the, the 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 map change where we have like that kind of overworld map that you kind of traversed with the bobbleheads. I liked it because mm-hmm. quite often those quite often those looter shooters have these are, are these open worlds that are kind of dead and empty. So it's kind of like yep. just let's just get right yeah. to the action. Like hey, you'll have this particular area that is full of all the things you'll want to do and get involved with. And I think I think I, I think do, it, I do appreciate that. I, yeah. I appreciate it a lot. So um, yeah, that's that is my that is my number six. Full stop. This was going to be my honorable mention until my list just got completely <laughs> upended. So yeah, um, yeah. This 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 game I I can't speak highly enough of it. It's just so good and obviously we're all D nerds and yeah. it just it, it strikes all the chords it makes the jokes you blow up the ocean yeah uh <laughs> um, I, I will not. say i will say i get i have to give it a knock because i know it's uh the dlc wasn't as strong as yeah. the borderland series mm-hmm. um yeah you know not from firsthand experience i'll say just from uh the the reviews and and the community same I, I do not have firsthand experience with it either. Um, but that that said, it still is a game that's just uh, that that sits that really high yeah. on the list. And I and I got a lot of games completed last year for the first time, and that one is still super super high on my list. Yeah, it, it struck a lot. It, it, I uh, I stand by that it was a solid game that was ruined by people for me. Yeah, that's yeah. That's that's still understandable. Yep. Yeah. And unfortunate. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's it, it, it's again one that has a lot of personality. And that that was that was what really just stood out to me from the very beginning. The fantasy for all all that all that good stuff, man. It the personality shown through the weapons, through the the banter, through I some I know that that Tina would say some random stuff in here and there and it was relatively limited, but it was always welcome for me. Like it was, I I I loved. Sure. I still I use I still use that quote. Like he left feeling perturbed. That's like disturbed but perverted. Like I, I just just such just such good stuff. Like just such good stuff. Yeah, disturbed. <laughs> They're like no no that's not what that means. I'm like no that's what that means. So yeah, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That's what it means now. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Okay, uh, so what's your number six, Chance? I actually went to go get the game case to make sure I actually knew what the full title is because the full title <laughs> okay. is Anna's. Okay, it is Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid Burst Forth Chronogon Breath. That's not real. Let's look this up. <laughs> no, it is. It totally. Totally. Say, say that Say that again, Miss Dragon. <laughs> Miss Kobayashi's oh. Dragon Maid Burst forth, Chronogon breath. I don't even think I want to look that up because I feel like the ads that Google's going to give me. Is this a bullet hell? So this is a bullet hell. It is based off of 
It was an anime that I watched, probably based off of manga. You know how the how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragon Maid. It is thirstier than I really had intended <laughs> to realize, as far as you know, desire and stuff of of the carnal nature. Eat my tail. But that's what I remember from it. As far as a game went, you know, it was like, okay, this is a bullet hell. This is kind of cool. Um, oh. you know, some difficulty toggles, and I got through it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, it's about an hour long. If you're just trying to get to the credits, it's about an hour. <laughs> now, if you are a 12-year-old and somehow got this limited-release physical copy of this game, uh, you can spend mm-hmm. probably 30 or 40 hours unlocking slightly risque artwork in the game as individual panels of a picture unlockables. I'm an adult with the internet. I don't need that. But it was, it was just kind of funny to me that that was the big draw to, like, how do you get the playtime out of this? And there's also, like, an infinite mode where you fight against um, Lukawa, which is actually the fallen god Quetzalcoatl taking the mantle of a dragon. Nice. Interesting. But the funniest thing for me that came with this is I've been playing this anime card game called Weishwartz and it came with a promo for the game really? yeah mm-hmm. that's interesting uh, but Weishwartz is a little like Yu-Gi-Oh where legality and rulings and stuff are just split English and Japanese they are mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. so there's this promo that's Japanese that came in my English game Oh. oh, yeah. So can't it's cool. Use it. I have a shiny. I can't read. It's not legal to play. But if you go on eBay, it's worth the amount of the game. So, whatever. <laughs> 40 on the game. That promo sells for 40 So, swish, I got a game for free. But it was fine. It was kind of funny. that You play as uh, one of the three main dragons. There's... Kana is the one I ended up playing most because her attack actually home and because you have a little bit of the your attacks hitting enemies attacks can kind of blow them up yeah it's a little bit helpful but uh, as far as if you care about the series it was neat if you don't care about the series it is not worth (laughs) it hour of enjoyment for $40 or whatever it was because I I went to a trade show, brought this with me. That was all I intended to play on this trade show. I was going to be gone for four or five days for this. First night, it wasn't even late, and I beat it. And I was just like, mm, let's... Yeah. Mm, I should have brought other stuff, too. So, yeah. yeah that's my uh, my number six. Woo. Okay. Uh, Dragon Breast births forth whatever dragon breasts dragon breasts <laughs> hey it's probably an appropriate thing for it <laughs> burst forth uh so uh jacob side. number six uh yeah so my number six uh is two games i'm just going to combine them into one uh it is ori mm. and the blind forest and Ori and the Will of the Wisp. 
Mm, my goodness. Okay. Um, first of all, the art style in the game is perfect. Um, I just want you to know from here on out, every game on my list is a 10 out of 10. Um, like in, in my opinion, or, uh, this is a Metroidvania. Uh, the first game you are, you have like a spirit guardian with you and you shoot orbs of light as you try to figure out what caused the calamity to this Island that basically left it desolate. And this angry Mm -hmm. bird is just like tracking you down. Great game. Second game, the bird's offspring is actually your ally. And y'all get lost on another island. (laughs) But this time you get like more combat powers and stuff like that. And the art style is somehow even better. And the game is even more prettier. And you get more abilities. And the map is big. It's these games are so good the story because there's not really any voice acting it's all like with like a bunch of reverb on it yeah and but so they just like tell you like this this story but it's it's just gripping and the gameplay is good again i'm 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 a sucker for great gameplay the gameplay is good the exploration the rewards for exploring around the different levels seeing like oh i have this power unlocked oh i gotta go to this area but then they like keep like shifting how the world is all the time so it's like Mm. you have this path set and then you do this event that completely changes the world and changes how things look you're like oh no everything's different which is but then you're like oh snap everything is different (laughs) so you have more to explore and they consistently the game consists both games consistently make me smile over and and I'm putting them together A because they're short and B at this point, just playing back to back. So good. Cannot recommend them enough. Ori in the Blind Forest. Ori in the Will of the Wisp. Nice. Okay. Those are on my list to play. I have not got to play them yet, but they look amazing. It's same. Yeah, eventually. Um, everyone tells me to finish Hollow Knight first, and I can't. So nah, we'll... nah. I'd throw Hollow Knight over in the corner if you didn't like it. Ori in the Blind Forest. Okay. So my number six might be surprising. It might be the most shocking one on this list. It can't be more shocking than deer. <laughs> I don't care what it's like. Uh, no, it might be. We'll, we'll see. see. Uh, because it doesn't make my top five Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Oh. Nope. Not surprising. Not surprising that it's six and not in the top five. Yep, not surprising. Mm. Well, because mm. you heard me rant, is why. Mm. Uh, and that is because this game is phenomenal. Let me lead off with this. Um, I have since put so I had about six hundred hours into Rise before Sunbreak came out, maybe like six hundred fifty or so. Uh, I am now almost to 1200 and, bef- uh, in this, that extra hundred was put into this year. So at mm. this point I was at a thousand and something hours into the game, like a thousand fifty eight or something. So I could put a good 400 hours into, into Sunbreak. Um, still love cat take doing my monster hunter snap 
challenge where I would take pictures of everything and every monster and put them in the hunter's notes. Um, phenomenal cast of monsters coming back. Um, I will say the only complaint I have as far as the monsters go is that post-game content was really focused on fire and poison. There's not a lot of post-game content until the update that's literally coming Tuesday. Um, it was all fire and poison. Now we're getting an ice monster uh, and a dragon monster. Um, but uh, it was awesome. It added new switch skills, which I used none of. I still use the basic two wire bug skills. And then uh, I still stuck a great sword. I considered changing it up for some break, but I just stuck with great sword. Um, some of the best fights in Monster Hunter are in Sunbreak. Um, the fact that it added Espinus of all monsters into the roster is, as a Monster Hunter found, ground-shakingly important. Like, mm-hmm. it is, it cannot be understood how awesome it is that they chose Espinus for Sunbreak. Because... Those who are unaware of, of Monster Hunter and, and it's, it's modeled past of U.S. releases versus Japanese releases, Espinus was a monster that you could have largely said that, you know, that Americans and people outside of Japan would have never seen. Wow. Because it was on, it was the flagship monster for title update two for Monster Hunter Frontier. And it was the first, like, big exclusive monster for Monster Hunter Frontier. And some would say the flagship of Monster Hunter Frontier. Um, Frontier is the online MMO that we never got, will never get, because it is now shut down. And it had exclusive monsters that were promised to never not be, to never be available on other systems, other games. They were straight up promised to never leave Frontier. Mm. Uh, it wasn't always true. They said that about Hypnocatrice, and we got it in Freedom Unite. Uh, and Lavasieth, that's in World, is also one of those Frontier monsters originally. But Espinith is the straight up, the game's dead, free for all. Anything from Frontier is open game because we have Espinus now. Okay. And I know, Jacob, you haven't got to Sunbreak content yet. Um, Espinus is an amazing flying wyvern, just like Rathalos and Rathian, right? Mm-hmm. It has a breath weapon that does three statuses. Whoa. Poisons you, paralyzes you, and fire blights you Yo, all at the same a, time. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, Malzino, the flagship of this game phenomenal fight i love it great theme the music in in this is awesome um like i said i have beaten the game i've beaten sunbreak story on pc um i've been playing on that a little bit with some old high school buddies of mine Uh, i went back and crown hunted some of title update 3 content so at this point i am fully caught up to date on a lot of things i will say what held it back to number six for me, was the end game, and it's the afflicted affliction monsters, which are the Monster Hunter standard 
artificially more difficult monsters. Mm. And they aggravated me so much that I put the game down. Like, in my opinion, for good at the time. Wow. It was only the fact that Title Update 3 came out, and then I was like, well, I, I could crown hunt those. And then once I got back into it, I really, you know, I really remembered how much I enjoy the game. Um, and with the update that's coming Tuesday, the my most of my complaints with the afflicted monsters are gone. Uh, they're actually fixing the system so that you don't have to do specific things in specific ways to to get the bonuses. So, and once you know, it was it's still artificial difficulty. So I'm a little more soft on it now, and I probably would have rated this higher had I not gone back and played a little bit more this year. Um, but as it stands, I think Sunbreak is a phenomenal game. And uh, any Monster Hunter fan should be playing it. Um, title update four is coming. Um, it, uh, if for those who are unfamiliar, cause we didn't talk about it. Um, title update four adds Velcana back into the game. And Velcana was the flagship of Iceborne. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is Monster Hunter World's uh, expansion. So having Valkana come back was actually really cool. And then we're also getting the Risen Valstrax, uh, which is a souped-up version of Valstrax, which is more artificial difficulty, but at least they're categorized differently and I can crown hunt them. <laughs> so. you gotta, it has a purpose. Yep. Uh... So Tuesday, I will have two new monsters to crown hunt, which will probably get me out of my gaming rut. I'll probably be back into full swing of playing a game uh, with those. Yeah. Sunbreak. Um, yeah. So now we we're moving on to honorable mentions for the night. And then we're going to we're going to call it quits for part one. Uh, Brian, you said you didn't have any, I reneged so we'll... on that. Uh-huh. OK, sure. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Just one of them. Both of them? Yeah. All of them? Whatever, whatever you want to do. All right. Uh, the first honorable my, mention is uh, Shinigami Tensei 5. Okay. Um, I threw it on the list uh, as honorable mention. I, I, part of the reason why I wasn't sure if I was going to use it or not is I hadn't finished the game, but I was down to, I, I'm down to about five hours of content left. It has just been with my limited time playing, there's a, there has been games that have that have taken priority over this game. Like I, 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 I was trying to beat it early on at the beginning of the year, got down to the last five or six hours, and then transitioned over to Pokemon, from Pokemon to something, to I think Guardians, and it had, and then from Guardians into some uh, Far Cry or something. Like, and there's been it was game after yeah. game of that was just took priority over this game, which is why it didn't make the list. Like it just. Um, it was a fun game. Um, if you're familiar with the Shinigami Tensei series, um, there's some similarities to what's in what you can find in the Persona games, but it's a little bit more darker toned um, overall. Um, not as like, I mean, that just goes from like the overall aesthetic to the, the story of the game is very much there's death gods, demons, and um, 
there is some humor here and there, but it, it is a, it, it is a little bit more, it, is, it is a darker kind of feel overall. Um, but great RPG, very similar mechanics where you can synthesize um, these two different monsters slash demons to create new ones. That's that's kind of how you mm. how you get some of the best monsters throughout the game. Um, the story is the story is pretty interesting when it comes to uh, its gameplay and whatnot. But it, yeah, overall, it just didn't hold my attention enough to kind of push it over the finish line. Um, hopefully, I'll get a chance to come back to it and you know take those last five ten hours and, and knock knock it out. But um, yeah, yeah, my first dishonor, my first not, um, honorable mention. Okay, uh, chance honorable mention. My honorable mention is uh, Kenna. I think it's called Kenna Bridge of Spirits because <clears throat> I fully yep. intended to play it. I'm going to play it at some point. I just still haven't broken the cellophane. It was on my list. Was the one year of the, previous. Uh, I think it was one of the demoed games before PS5 actually hit shelves. Yes. That was like, you know, that is something that is going to be on my list for something to play and I ended up getting mine kind of late. Yeah, you know, my PS5 was probably six or eight months after Cham got his. So, yeah, it's something I look forward to playing when I guess there's not as many interesting anime on, which might be soon. <clears throat> yeah, it was my. I just looked it up. It was my number four. that year okay uh honorable mention jacob uh so my first honorable mention is tunic um i just haven't beaten it it is so freaking hard in certain places i'm stuck on the boss right now it's so good but yeah some of those bosses are absolutely just like will breaking so i have to like take long breaks and then go back and then keep beating it um but tunic is an absolutely it's a zelda game but you can't understand the instruction manual everything is written in foxies or whatever the language is and so you just have to like look at context clues from like the maps and Mm. the the things like everything in the world but it's it's so good like everything you loved about say like ocarina of time or even like majora's mask uh, linked to a past. It's everything you loved about those games, plus a lot of modern polish. The music is so good. It's just like this lovely atmosphere music, like everywhere you go. Um, it, it just, it it's it's a it's a really good game. I dare say it's near perfect. I just haven't beat it, so it's honorable mention. Uh, my real sure. honorable mention though is uh, Forza Horizon Five plus Hot Wheels expansion. My biggest gripe with the Hot Wheel with the Forza Five, Forza Horizon Five game was that they just give you all the cars, like just out. You just got everything out the gate. You can literally tune your car to the Hypermax car and drive. And for somebody who had like me, who stopped playing more closer to simulated racing games for a minute, it was a little jarring just being able to pull out an X class car and just drive. You know what I mean? Like 300 miles an hour down roads. So mm. Hot Wheels, when you get to the Hot Wheels track, and yes, it is literally like huge Hot Wheels tracks mm. um, and like four different, it's like three or four different quadrants. 
Um, I think it's like a sandy zone, a rainforest zone, a water zone, and a winter zone. That The winter zone also has a volcano in the middle of it. Don't ask me how. Hot wheels. Anyway, they start you off with like, I think it was either the D or the C class cars. And then you have to do races and challenges to work your way up to be able to race the faster tracks, the faster cars on the Hot Wheels tracks. So not only are you like learning the environments, but they're also then giving you different race courses and stuff like that yeah, yeah. Um, as you go along and the in just the integration in the Hot Wheels cars and stuff like that. Um, while still giving you like different seasons and stuff, it's 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 the Hot Wheels from day one. I mean, not Hot Wheels, Forza Horizon five from day one has been worth the extra money that I put in for like the the season pass and the extra content and the extra little cars and stuff like that. Um, it's still a game that I pick up as a game like even my son, my son now he's playing. Uh, he's three, but he will be like, can I play Forza? And he'll literally just like boot up and drive around in the world mm-hmm. like he is insane and it's just it's one of those games that like hopefully i'll put it down too but like <laughs> i keep trying and i keep coming happening. back to it yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's one of those okay so i i've got a double feature for mine okay um both of them are pokemon related um oh. as far as like pokemon style of games the first one is nexamon I will say it was interesting because Nexamon has better sprites than Pokemon ever did. I've been um, looking at those games. Um, it's not as good as Pokemon. The no. mechanics are nowhere near Pokemon. Pokemon oh. Red and Blue had better mechanics than Nexamon. Oh. Like, not even kidding. Literally, the most powerful monsters are literally the most rarest. And they tell you how rare something is. Hmm. So there's no point in using the common ones because they're garbage and they'll always be garbage. But yeah. interesting little aside, it was it was I was in like a uh, like a Pokemon mood after finishing Violet, so I, I played it. The other one, there's no excuse for no on this anyone on this podcast to have not to not play these games because Chauncey owns it. And you guys got it for Christmas for me. Yeah. Monster Sanctuary. <laughs> Monster Sanctuary. It was I that game I told you to get for $7 a long time ago, beginning of the year. I think I own it. I don't think I ever Pretty sure it. you do. Pretty sure you did. It's Anyways, getting played after Final Fantasy. Uh, it's a story game where you collect monsters, except these monsters are fully sentient and will talk to you. Um, and it's so more Digimon. like, well, except not sucking. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, shots fired. I mean, can Yo, you, can you name me a good Digimon game that wasn't on the PS one? Uh, <laughs> the one for the, uh, PS four, the tri- cyber, cyber sleuth, cyber sleuth. Yeah, I do hear that one's good. That's the one that fair. that's literally the one. All uh, right. Uh, yeah, Digimon World One is the only one that I was the only one. And, and and I would have said two if two didn't have the shitty mechanic of having to combine Digimon to up their max level cap by two every time. So you had to max level po- Digimon and then combine them, losing the max level Digimon to make a level one Digimon. 
so that you could go from level 13 to 15 and have to keep doing that until you could get to like it was just stupid it was <laughs> stupid amounts of it was glitch and catching yep. a special gray uh metal gray mon that was like 34 and like that's just how you progress the game <laughs> yeah wow anyways so monster sanctuary um it its battle system is more akin to something like darkest dungeon mm-hmm. where you your position matters you're doing status effects you're you're you've lined up your team of three simultaneous fighters against their team of simultaneous fighters uh which doesn't always follow the rules because there's other people versus you or wild uh monsters versus you has a bit a bit of a story in it but i just the designs and the gameplay are so good um i finished this game pretty early on in the year um i would say i think like i played guardians of the galaxy and then i finished this within the next weekend oh wow um it was short but it was really fun and it really stuck with me it was on the list for a long time but it got bumped down to honorable mention so and they get peaked at number four on the list, I would say, uh, is once the, the list was full. <laughs> um, and then I sort of did some rethinking and shuffled it around and stuff. Uh, so, yeah. So, Monster Sanctuary, which I hope you guys have fun uh, when you get to it. Um, it was really enjoyable for me. And you know me. I like to do crazy indie games for Christmas presents. So, here we are. Nice. Which, well, yeah, uh, I'm I'm definitely going to be checking it out. I, yeah. I looked at it. I was like, oh, I want to play this. I got a couple games in front of it, but it'll it'll be getting in there. Oh, you want to talk about games in front? Uh, I have seven PlayStation Five games stacked Yo. up for me to play, and that's okay. after taking out Deathloop. Deathloop's out. It's off the list. I'm sorry. Off Brian. the list. It's gone. I tried. Uh, my, my I tried my backlog three times. My backlog is 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 about triple. Well, that. probably yeah, probably enormous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like so, right now, I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn, and then I got aggravated with it, and I moved on to Forspoken. Oh, Forspoken! Uh, I want to play that. So I'm working on that now, uh, when I'm actually playing games and not watching Blue Bloods. So, uh, yeah. And then I've got all these Switch games that I got that I didn't even try yet. Same so. here. Or very little very, very little time, like Splatoon. Really, really never got to sink my teeth into it. Yeah, I own Splatoon 3. I've never even put it in the Switch. Play, booted it up, played <laughs> it. hasn't even happened. Wow. was like, this is good stuff. This is great stuff. Man. I can't wait to really just jump into it. And then I put it down. Yep. So, uh, that's part one, uh, for this, this, uh, game. I had, of the I had one talk. more. I had one more. Oh yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. One more honorable mention. No, you it, don't. I do. No, you don't. Monster, okay. Monster Hunters Sunbreak. Okay. It, it is my, it is my other one. Okay. It was another one I jumped, I jumped on. Started playing it, but it got pushed to the side. So yeah, did uh, you even finish it? No, that's that's that's. I did not get to finish it. I got, 
I think I played 56, 50 hours of it. Did not get, did not actually get to the end of the content, and then moved on to um, some of the games in my top. Well, one of the my my, my number one game, which yeah, that my number one game kind of derailed a lot of a lot of these other games. But yeah, sure. So um, that is it. So Sun Sunbreak did appear <laughs> for three of us. Uh, we'll see if it appears for Chauncey. I'm betting it did. Uh, just higher on his list. Yep. Um, so uh, we'll we'll hopefully be recording soon. I think we're going to be recording in the, in the next two days uh, to finish this out. So it shouldn't be too long of wait between part one and two. Um. You're looking kind of iffy there, Jacob, but you said, you said you could. You said it. I did say I could. We just may have to start later. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then we'll do our five through one, and we'll start off that with the dishonorable mentions, which oh. tends to be a fun. Uh, fun I'm going to start a riot with my dishonorable mentions. I can tell you that right now. Oh, man. I'm going to start with a giant meh. Because that's what my dishonorable because because it's meh, that's that's, and no one's gonna have any arguments against it because, I bet you guys didn't even remember it came out this year. I'm so. gonna argue just because. <laughs> oh my god! So uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, so uh, we will. Hopefully have the episode out very soon uh, to finish this up. But in the meantime, enjoy the 10 through 6 uh, for Bickering Bucks and have a good evening. Bye.